Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. It was the best of justice. It was the worst of justice. Let's talk about a tale of two DOJs because justice matters. Hey all, Glenn Kirshner here. So let's talk about a tale of two DOJs. It was the best of justice. It was the worst of justice. Who knew that Charles Dickens' titles would come in so handy these days. But let's look at both sides of the justice ledger, the good and the bad. Let's start with the good because there has been some good, right? The DOJ opened pattern or practice investigations into the potentially racist operations of police departments in Minneapolis, in Louisville. The Department of Justice brought criminal civil rights charges against the four police officers in Minneapolis who killed one of our fellow citizens, George Floyd. And the Department of Justice didn't have to do that because it's not like the state of Minnesota declined to prosecute them. In fact, they prosecuted Chauvin successfully and they are prosecuting the other police officers. But the Department of Justice, as a matter of principle, said, I'm glad you're taking care of that state of Minnesota we're bringing federal civil criminal rights charges anyway. That's a good thing. Search warrants for Rudy Giuliani's stuff, because there's probable cause to believe there's evidence of crime in Rudy Giuliani's stuff. That's a good thing. Now let's look at the bad side of the ledger. Things like the Department of Justice deciding to appeal Judge Jackson's order releasing a DOJ memo that would further prove to us that Bill Barr is a liar. Things like the Department of Justice saying the lawsuit for the violent clearing of the protesters from Lafayette Square should be dismissed. That's a bad thing. And now, of course, the Department of Justice weighing in on the E. Jean Carroll case, filing its appeal. So let me say this up front. I do not believe for a minute. The Department of Justice is motivated to take this position in the E. Jean Carroll case because they're dying to protect the bad conduct, the criminal conduct, the defamatory conduct of Donald Trump. Why do I say that? Because when you read this appeal, this 25, 26-page motion from the Department of Justice in the E. Jean Carroll case, DOJ is holding its collective nose and calling out Donald Trump over and over and over again in this very court filing. Using words to describe what Donald Trump did, like crude, 
disrespectful, unnecessary, inappropriate, at a minimum inappropriate, perhaps not truthful, allegedly defamatory, even reprehensible conduct can be included as within the scope of official government duties. Unwarranted, disrespectful, distasteful. They are calling Donald Trump out over and over and over again, criticizing him at every turn. I don't believe for a minute the Department of Justice is trying to protect Donald Trump or excuse his conduct. But I dug through this motion again, and there is one sentence on page 15 that I think conveys why the Department of Justice is taking the position it is. The position is we, DOJ, will be substituting ourselves as the defendant or the respondent, and Donald Trump can go home and go away and not be held accountable. Thank you very much. Here is the sentence that drives home why it's taking that position. It's on page 15 of the court filing, and it says, because responding to media inquiries was one of the president's authorized duties. Now they say congressman because they're talking about some precedent. They're talking about another case. Because responding to media inquiries was one of the congressman's authorized duties, such responses fell within the scope of his employment even when defamatory. Close quote. So here's the thing, folks. There is legal authority, case law, that supports the position the Department of Justice took in this motion, in the E. Jean Carroll case. Now, mind you, it's authority that stands for the proposition that lies by a politician during a press conference, even defamatory lies, defaming another, are within the scope of the politician's official duties. That's a law that needs to be changed. But that's why the Department of Justice is taking the position it took. Here's my beef with the Department of Justice. This was a discretionary position. They didn't have to take this position in this case, but they did. And I believe that was the wrong exercise of DOJ's discretion. But please understand, there is legal authority for the position the Department of Justice is taking. Now, even though the Department of Justice, in my opinion, made the wrong discretionary call in the E. Jean Carroll case, I am not prepared to say the Department of Justice is irredeemable, not by a long shot. But what we do have to do when we see these poor decisions being made when we see discretion exercised in a way that protects the powerful and the connected and the influential at the expense of victims, we need to let them hear our voices. We need to speak out. And I was heartened when I saw Congressman Ted Lieu do exactly that. Send a letter to the Department of Justice signed by members of the House Judiciary Committee urging Merrick Garland and the Department of Justice to reverse its position in the E. Jean Carroll case. We all need to speak out about that. But DOJ needs to find its way. It needs to find its way to protecting 
and promoting the interests of the victims and the interests of the people, not just the interests of the institutions of government. In fact, if the institutions of government are hell-bent on protecting the powerful, the connected, and the influential at the expense of the victims and we the people, well then, it is no badge of merit to announce we're taking this position because we're institutionalists. That's not an aspect of the institution that ought to be applauded, propped up, saved. It ought to be changed. The law ought to be changed. Lies are within the official scope of a federal government employee's official duties. I mean, come on now. In this case, folks, in the E. Jean Carroll case, in the appeal that the Department of Justice filed, I will be rooting against the Department of Justice and rooting for decency in government, rooting for E. Jean Carroll's case being permitted to go forward. But I will not be rooting against the Department of Justice more broadly. What I will be doing is making my voice heard, our voices heard, when the Department of Justice exercises its discretion in a way that protects the powerful, the influential, and the connected at the expense of victims and of we the people. Because justice matters. As always, folks, thank you for tuning into these daily videos. If you'd like to support our all-volunteer efforts, our mission, our content, you can go to patreon.com. You can sign up to become a patron, and if you do, I'll send you some Team Justice stickers and a personal handwritten note of thanks. But as always, folks, please stay safe. Please stay tuned. And I look forward to talking with you all again tomorrow.